In this episode of Cutscenes, we play games in video games in Wreck-It Ralph. Let's get right into it. Welcome to Cutscenes, a video game movie podcast. I'm Jacob McCourt. I'm Katie Lesbrantz. And I'm Travis Colnett. And today we are here to talk about Disney's Wreck-It Ralph from 2012. It's a game about games and video games. We're going to start with the tutorial uh, where we take 60 seconds to give you the high-level plot of this movie. And we do it hot potato style where we each take 20 seconds to describe the plot before passing it off to the next person. Uh, I feel like I never go first, so why don't I go first this time? We were time? literally just uh, thinking about this, so yeah, yeah go right yeah. ahead. Yeah, we were talking yeah, trash first, about how then, you never lead <laughs> off. So that I, that I never go first, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm going to pass to Katie, who will pass to Travis. All right. Are you all ready? Sure. Let's do it. Three, two, one. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph is a movie about video games where Wreck-It Ralph is like an old school arcade bad guy with Fix-It Felix, who is the protagonist of his story. Uh, they have an arcade game, but Wreck-It Ralph is sad because he's an evil man and he's got a good heart. So what he wants to do is find a different way to live, and that's by exploring other video games. Uh, yeah, he feels unappreciated, and he thinks that the way to be appreciated by everyone is if he's a winner and if he gets a medal. So he goes on this quest to win a medal from another game, um, and then along the way he he gets one, but then he ends up losing it quickly. He goes to a, a racing game, Sugar Rush, and then he meets a little girl. Okay, and then so he meets a little girl, uh, Vanellope, and she's got to win a race in order to... Um, Oh, God, she's got to win a race uh, in order to, I don't know, not be an outcast anymore. I have no idea. And then uh, chaos ensues and she, oh my God, this is so stressful. I don't like being at the end. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> and that's uh, the plot of wreck Oh Ralph. my God. Uh, nope. I'm, way, way to go, y'all. I'm never going at the end again. <laughs> uh, duly noted. Uh, so in wreck Ralph... Uh, Wreck-It Ralph, like we said, is plays in a Donkey Kong-inspired arcade game, and that's when he realizes that maybe his life isn't as good as it can be. Is that a very fair place to start? Yeah, yeah. basically. Um, yeah, it's like a super uh, Donkey Kong-ish game. He kind of looks like Donkey Kong, like he's a similar size. Um, you have like the little guy at the bottom. Uh, uh, Felix. Fix, fix it, Felix. Fix it, Felix. He's kind of like the Mario sub, but um, yeah. Basically, Ralph is obviously a very important part of the game, but no one really appreciates him. And at the end of the day, he just kind of like is alone by himself in, in the a junk. junk pile. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not even in the building. They couldn't have, like put him in the boiler room or something. They're like, yeah. no, you're over there. In yeah, you're gonna pile. have your yeah your brick blanket in the brick dump. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's totally fine. Uh, yeah. So then I'm sorry. When as soon as it kicks into, they're like they're having their because this game's been around for a very long time for like 30 years. Yeah, and they're having this anniversary party, and he's looking over at like the fireworks and everything, and he's like, "What the hell? Like, what yeah. is this?" <laughs> yeah, it, was, it, it got those those Pixar uh, feelings right early. Yeah, I, I thought a lot of Monsters, Inc. when watching this, only because in this one, there's like the video game, and then also there's the arcade, 
that is like real kids playing this. So it's got like a Toy Story, Monsters, Inc. kind of vibe to it. Right. And then it, within the arcade game, not only is there the Fix-It Felix game, but it's also tied into all of the other games in the arcade through Game Central Station, is I believe what it's called. Which is literally like a power bar. Like all the things are plugged in <laughs> and they travel through the electrical cords, which is charming. I like that a lot. And then, but yeah, you're, you know what? I didn't even make the association to Toy Story. This is has like some toy story vibes with the whole like when the kids aren't around they all act as if they're normal and stuff right so um except here they like go to the bar and yeah yeah (laughs) it's not exactly the same but it does definitely has that like kind of uh, that kind of vibe at least where it's like you know the, the toys have a little life on their own beyond just being played with by children yeah it's it's fair to say go ahead katie Come to think of it, a lot. I feel like a lot of Pixar movies are that, or like this other layer um, behind what you see. Like, yeah, Toy Story, um, Monsters Inc. Yes, there's like this whole world. Uh, even like A Bug's Life. Like, if you go back and it's like, oh no, we go down the surface there, and they have their little lives. Even Inside and Out is like that. Inside too. Out, yeah. Which, I yeah, feel, there, I feel none like of Disney them are Pixar the has this little book, and they're like, which of the tropes will we pull out for this children's movie? Like, <laughs> Disney so Pixar good. movies arguably are like some of the best cinematic achievements, especially for children. But mm-hmm. like sometimes some of their movies like retrace steps from their older movies. Yeah, uh, it's uh, not a bad uh, thing, all right? I I suppose. What are you thinking? What are yeah, you thinking? I'm thinking that just I feel like they're just more creative than that. Like, I don't, I never think like, oh, they're doing this trick again. Like, I'm always like, oh, that's a cool new idea that I haven't seen before. But I guess the argument is, is it a cool new idea if they're all kind of similar in that they're like, not secret similar. world? No. Secret. Yeah, but Secret World's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's creative. I like it. I don't, don't get me wrong. I love it. But like, I, I can kind of see where the links are a little bit. That like there's this magical kind of thing behind the surface that you really didn't know was going on behind like the, you know, normalness of reality. Isn't that like the best stories though? Oh, for sure. Yeah, 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 Yeah. yeah, for sure. I I think you could describe like Disney Pixar movies with like one line in saying like, this is a movie about like growing up or this is a movie about belonging or this is a movie about like dealing with your emotions. I literally just named the plots of Toy Story uh, inside out and then this movie or some form of that but you can like boil it down to one line and then they build this incredible world around it totally this is this is true those are also the main themes of a lot of movies it's oh, like sure. how uh, I forget which musician said it but he's like there's basically like five different songs and we're right. all just writing the same five songs right just in different ways and we're all putting our own spin on it mm-hmm. so I think it's kind of falls into that mm-hmm Anyway, uh, yeah. anyway, uh, I want to bring up one thing. Uh, we haven't talked about kind of who's voicing the characters. Oh, yeah. um, John C. Riley plays Wreck-It Ralph. Jack McBrayer plays Fix-It Felix. Uh, and there are more movies, that more actors that come in later. Um, did you guys like John C. Riley playing Wreck-It Ralph? Because yes. I imagined someone else doing the voice of Wreck-It Ralph and I couldn't get it out of my head after I imagined it. Oh, who, who did you imagine? John Cena. <laughs> what? <laughs> I wanted I wanted to hear Wreck-It Ralph as John Cena. Oh, my God. Someone's going to need to dub this over so we can all know what it sounds oh like. Oh, my God. I don't know. Oh. I don't know if I can but visualize it. But, okay, but John C. Riley is just a far better actor. 
Like he is a professional. Is he though? Pro- yes, he is. Are you kidding me? <laughs> John C. Riley is fantastic. I, I mean, like, but is I, I thought you were like insulting my boy John Cena. No, really, you're just saying uh, I, John C. Of. Riley is a legend. A <laughs> a. Okay. Yes. Point one. Point two. John John Cena. Really? Can he uh, hold the emotional weight? That happened. I'm sorry, John C. Riley. Actually, no, Sarah Silverman got me got me upset. John C. Riley didn't really, but still, he did. He did a fantastic job. I don't have know if John seen, Cena can do that. Have you seen John Cena versus AJ Styles at uh, Royal Rumble a few oh, years ago? That was that will keep your attention. Uh, but I mean, look, he was in another cartoon. He was in another cartoon movie. Um, I think Francesco, that like bull animated movie. Um, no, I don't even know what you're talking about right now. John Cena? Yeah, John Cena. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, um, he was the blue Ferdinand. Uh, Ferdinand. Yes. He was the voice of Ferdinand in Ferdinand. I didn't know that. I have, I have no idea what this movie is, so maybe that has something to do with John Cena. <laughs> it's uh, it's a 20th Century Fox uh, animated movie, but I've I've sent us on a giant tangent. <laughs> uh, Nothing but we... tangents to start this. <laughs> God, that's what happens when I'm like not that interested in the thing. I just want to talk about what? things around it. Look, we'll get you into didn't it. Like this movie, we'll get oh into God. it. We'll get into it. We'll get okay. into oh, it. Oh, Katie, you look so stressed. I'm I'm really upset. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so he decides anniversary that basically, party. Yes, anniversary party. He kind of like uh, party crashes it and is like, I should be up there and um, kind of guilt Felix into letting him in. For and cake. then he just obviously, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, he wants cake. And yeah. then he just accidentally just trashes the place because he's wrecked Ralph. And mm-hmm. then they're like, you'll never be a winner. You'll never win anything. And then that sends him on his quest to get a medal. Right. Because if he can get a medal, he proves that he's, you know, he deserves to be up on top of that building. Yes, for whatever but he's reason. not just a bad guy, which um, the bad guy, uh, like yeah, bad meeting. guys anonymous meeting. Yeah. Kicked yep. this off. And I was instantly like, oh, yeah, I'm in. It was great. Have you seen this movie before? No. No, I did not. Travis, have so you seen first it? Time. No, I've never seen it before. I had seen that scene with the bad guys anonymous. I knew that scene existed. Um, I don't know if I just saw it on the internet or something like that, but I've, uh, no, I'd never seen this movie before. Okay. Cause I saw it in theaters. So like, oh, okay. I, this is the second time I've seen this. Gotcha. Question. Did you like it the first time? Yes. Yeah. That, that question. Oh, okay. I did. Oh, so the second time around you're like, eh. I mean, uh, question look, I'll guys. just say it very short right now is like it maybe just didn't hold my attention because it's sec- the second time and it's like a children's movie. So like there wasn't that much to it. Sorry, Katie, go ahead. Um, who amongst the circle of bad guys, favorite bad guy? Out Anybody? of all of those ones? Yes. Or in general? In in the scene or... or. Mm. Oh, I mean, Zangief was like terrific. Like Oh, yeah. Zangief was solid. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> did not yep. have a line no but he was hilarious the entire time he's just sitting there and he just cracked me up i really like yeah. the ninja that ninja that was sitting there and he looked like he was ready to pounce at all times if you took he was sitting right there he like he was just crouched down and he would like kind of shift his head one way and then shift his head the other way <laughs> and look back and forth whenever someone was talking but mm-hmm. did not move it's like he was in his permanent like this is his stance kind of thing nice yeah. And Bowser didn't really have a line. I think he like kind of mouths some things and has I'm some sure, sounds. I'm sure there's got to be a lot of like money that's gone into those things for uh, the 
like to I don't know can you voice Bowser in a movie isn't it like Nintendo clearly allowed Bowser to be in this movie but like but not Mario no too much money for that (laughs) they can mention him by name I just know Mario's precious to them Mario is so precious how many meetings they had in this movie to be like so Bowser can be in it but uh, he has to have a prime seat and he's not going to say words because we have to monetize him well. And if he says words, then we have to get an actor for all the other games. So like, it's no, be the same, and he yeah. can't be in the same, same scene as Sonic. He just can't. That just doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. There were a lot of brands in this game. Oh, like for from, sure. from a video game perspective, even when you got mm-hmm. into game central station, you got mm-hmm. classics like Qbert, who was just like a homeless person because yeah. his, his game had been destroyed in the arcade. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot Qbert the hobo. A lot of Street Fighter, like there, I, yeah. I saw Chung Li a lot. Then you definitely had Ryu and Ken, and then Zangief, and uh, I think even in the ending credits there was that other one that I can't remember the one that elect- that's green. I can't remember their names, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of Street Blanca? Fighter. Blanca, maybe yeah. is that? Oh yeah, you're right. And He's then a uh, decent amount of like Sonic. I mean, there was an actual Sonic like speaking clip, you know, giving you the whole rundown as to like if you leave your game and you die in another game, you won't come back. Blah blah blah. Right? Yeah, he's doing like public service announcements. Yeah, pretty much. In, right? uh, grand Grand what it what it Grand what station? Grand, game Central Station. Okay. Game Central. Game Central. Yeah. Um. So uh. So then he gets to he goes to the one place where he thinks he can get a medal into what Heroes Duty? Heroes another Duty. game. Heroes Duty. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Jane Lynch. We meet Jane yep. Lynch, who also did a great job. She's badass. Yep. Love me some Jane Lynch. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. And her, her, her character model was almost based off of her, like, her face, kind of. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Same thing with, uh, with Fix It Felix. Like, I felt like they took aspects of Jack McBrayer's face and they, like, turned him into um, Fix It Felix. Yes, for sure. Yeah. So go into Hero's Duty, uh, and so Wreck-It Ralph, like, disguises himself in, like, a Master Chief costume, and he's, like, <laughs> the worst reject Master Chief ever, and, uh, like, there's a kid playing in the arcade, and the kid playing in the arcade plays as, like, a screen in the game, and everyone has to pretend, like, they're following the same, like, routine every single right. time as the kid yeah. plays. Uh, They're basically performing a little play around the first person. I really like that. It was just funny. Yeah, it was cool. I like that. That's a creative way to think about how these are more like day jobs for them and they have to like act these things out over and over and over again. And they have their places and they have their spots. And it's an interesting twist on like I've that it's super creative. I never would have thought of that. But the idea that like, yeah, they're actors and they just keep doing what they have to do or, you know, they run the risk of maybe their game being unplugged and they all die. Right. Like it's. Yeah. Or sorry, maybe they're all homeless. I don't know. But like the. Yeah. It's an interesting twist that I never would have expected. Like having it be like a computer that is controlled by the actual person in the arcade playing. That's cool. I like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So from there, like he he ends up like causing a lot of problems they're like, get out of here, Ralph, you're stupid. And he gets a medal from the game by like climbing a tower, going and stealing a medal. And then he leaves on a spaceship to go to Sugar Rush, which is like a Candyland inspired kart racing game that is also in the same arcade, right? Yeah. 
Yes. And that's where most of the movie is, is played. Yeah. Yeah. It was a surprising I, amount that I was all in Sugar Rush. I was a little, like, definitely in terms of, like, what I knew about this movie because of, like, the marketing and, and everything about it, I thought, this is a movie, like, about video games. And, you know, it, there's going to be a lot of cameos and there's going to be a lot of Easter eggs and everything like that. Kind of felt like it was really front-loaded with all of the video game stuff. And then as soon as we got to Sugar Rush, it really didn't leave Sugar Rush. Like, I want to say, like, half an hour of the movie was video game stuff. And then we jumped into Sugar Rush. And yeah, and then from there, there was a lot of, like, candy branding stuff, but not really video gamey things. And that was, like, the rest of the movie. Like, they're really... I mean, yeah, there was video game aspects, but, like, it was... It kind of lost a lot of what I thought this movie was going to be about. The reason why I'm okay with it, though, is I feel like if they kept on going with all the cameos constantly, then the movie is not a story anymore. It's just a vehicle no, sure. to feed you cameos. Yeah. So I, I they could have fit it in a little bit, like one, like sprinkled them in a little bit. But I feel like if they just kept on going with that, then you're right. just laughing at cameos and you're not actually, yeah, they're not telling a story which is like what pixar likes to do right they're like we have our little characters and we want to tell a story and have like emotional moments for them and if yeah you're just flying around seeing sonic and different people then right no you're totally right it just for some reason i had this weird like i kind of forgot about the whole video game aspect of it and yeah it it became very i don't know it it was all in sugar rush and it was all candy and i kind of like i think in my brain i just started getting like my like ref- like all the little cameos and references were kind of merging into one and i was like is nesquik mm-hmm. a video game or is nesquik a can-? like <laughs> I, you know what i mean like you start to forget like what's what's applicable in what sense right yeah yeah no, i had the same and perception of what it would be too that it would just be a constant slew of cameos and then right. it wasn't yeah and when that happened like on my second viewing after all the cameos and all the fun like video gamey stuff happened like the essentially the last half of the movie i was obviously I was still like engrossed not engrossed but like I was having fun I just was less engrossed than I was because that's kind of why I came to it I'm like I'm Mm -hmm. coming here because I love video games as a medium and now this is just like and and again it's an incredibly high bar when you talk about Pixar movies but like it was just another Pixar movie yeah I I can I can agree with you I'll hold my thoughts (laughs) (laughs) um so keep a rant loaded in sugar rust uh you meet vanellope von schweetz uh who is voiced by sarah silverman who is great oh my god she's so good she's she's essentially a what's called a glitch in the game so like she has trouble and she like moves around all glitchy like in the game and, and she's trying to not become a glitch anymore so she's trying to win sugar rush sugar rush so she can become a character that kids can play and she could potentially like not be a glitch anymore so that's when wreck it ralph and uh vanellope von sweet start interacting because she steals his medal to be part of this race and he's like hey you need to help me get my medal back and hijinks ensue yep pretty much and like that really is like the rest of the movie is kind of getting vanellope to get into the race so there's fun little mini games with like uh you know i guess they did introduce like more game stuff where there was a mini game where they kind of uh built a racing car for her um but then you come to find out that uh 
the the king candy of of sugar rush the king of this area told uh wreck it ralph that like hey if she gets playable in the game real people are gonna see her glitch out and you're gonna put the whole game and the whole world at risk because they're gonna unplug us and, and she's not gonna be able to leave because she's a glitch where everyone else can kind of get to game central station she's not gonna be able to and so yeah. Ralph kind of uh, he destroys the cart and he uh, pretty much like takes away her chance at possibly competing in the race anymore. Uh, you no, know, for her own good. She doesn't understand. She's young, whatever. But um, yeah, it's uh, he he does that for her, um, and that's kind of like he realizes like no, I'm just a bad guy, right? It's it's just on that turn of becoming like the am I a good guy? Am I, oh maybe I'll just be a bad guy kind of thing. Um, and then he ends up going back to uh, his game, Fix It Felix. Sarah Silverman and her damn cart, her damn <laughs> little go-kart. Oh, my God. She broke my heart. She was, when he broke she it? Was, okay, first, when all the other girls, because there's all the other racer girls, and they're right, like, you're yeah. just a glitch. You don't deserve, you can't race with us. And Mindy we, Kaling. You know, you're nothing. Yeah, Mindy Kaling. So <laughs> good. Oh, yeah. Um. And so and Sarah Silverman, I don't know what she's so um that old girl is like so plucky and like so um smart alecky, but like you can tell like is really um just kind of at odds with everyone. Like she's kind of on her own and you can tell and she yeah. just kind of fights up against everybody and trying to stick up for herself all the time. And then the little girls, it's so mean. They yeah. break her cart. Yeah. Which was horrifying. Oh, it was so mean. Such and then bullies. she's so up it's such bullies. And then she's so sad. And then from that to when Ralph builds her her cart and it yep. rolls out and he's like, I messed it up. She's like, No, it's beautiful. And she's so happy. <laughs> and you can hear like the voice acting is so good because she's so happy. And then when he goes to break it and she's like, No. No. And then she starts, she's screaming, crying. I was so upset. Oh my like, God. I, it, it crushed my, oh, oh, I can't even say. Oh my God. She just wanted to race, damn it. <laughs> I, I just um, don't know how Sarah Silverman's voice stayed that high for that long. She was in such a high register the whole game. Oh my God. Oh my God. I mean, she kind of has that voice. She has like that, like, scratchy, raspy, but high voice. Yeah, I'm Vanellope. Oh my God. Is she here with us? Yeah. Is that is that Sarah Silverman in here? Oh my God. You're just, you are just as good. Someone should hire you. Yeah. Yeah, maybe someday. (laughs) Literally, we're just Uh, recording this to get you a voice acting job. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's what this whole podcast is for. Uh, King Candy, Alan Tudyk was really good too. Like he yeah. was, he was really fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then there's like this twist that actually he was. Oh my god, it's the that, best part of the movie. Literally, that was a huge twist. Was. I was actually, I did not expect that at all. Do you want to set up the twist? Yeah. Um. So essentially, everyone's worried about. You know, you don't want your game to be out of order because if your game is out of order, it can get taken out. Um, of the arcade and you're you destroy that world everyone is left homeless um, essentially um, turbo I don't know if he has a name other than turbo but it's turbo okay um, he had an old uh, it was an old arcade racing game and then a new arcade racing game came in and everyone stopped playing his game and started playing the new game and so what ended up happening is turbo left his game went to the new one and 
the kids obviously were like, hey, something is wrong because there's this old glitchy pixel looking. Yeah. Uh, He's like dude. driving by going, yeah. it's turbo time. Yeah. Like, just like and- randomly <laughs> over and over again. People are like, something is wrong with this game. Yeah. There's this and guy so- who keeps driving by. <laughs> and then it glitches it all out. So then what happens is both games end up getting removed from the arcade. And so everyone says, you're not going turbo. Like it, it's a recurring thing throughout the movie. You're not going turbo, are you? And going turbo is essentially where you are acting out outside of like what you're supposed to be doing and you're going to put our game and other games in jeopardy. And so people are constantly accusing Ralph of going turbo. Yeah, that was kind of a cool thing, like a like a world building thing where it's like, yeah. oh, they have this slang word for something yeah. for like doing a thing and you don't really know what it is. You kind of have an idea that it's like going off the deep end or like not doing what you're supposed to do or just acting out of order and screwing things up. Right. But you're like, what is this? What is this about? And it's like, no, no. In in the history of this little arcade town, this thing happened. So now that's what we call that. And we're like, right. you're not going turbo, are you? Yeah, I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so the twist is that King Candy essentially went into the game's code in which, Sugar Rush. He like in yeah, Sugar Rush. In, yeah, he got into Sugar Rush, which he accessed through the Konami code, like through the NES. Like it's an NES controller. Yeah. He used the Konami code oh, to get inside yeah. the game's code and take away like Vanilla P's like role in the world and essentially like put himself in the world as the king. Essentially, he is so he turbo. Could, yeah, because he, he is, is turbo. turbo. So King Candy was turbo the whole time, which was great twist. I was actually like very pleasantly yeah. surprised at that twist. I I did not see that coming. No, not at all. I didn't think that was going to be at all relevant. Like, uh, this movie I think is rated PG. Um, okay. and there was a there was a scary part I think for kids when so the turbo reveal happens where uh vanillope's in a race with king candy and it's just the two of them and he reveals that actually he's turbo the greatest racer that ever lived and uh he gets devoured by one of the bugs which is something we haven't talked about but yeah, it's a I bug from that, yeah. hero's duty makes it over to the to the sugar rush world and essentially replicates a whole bunch and their whole thing is whatever they eat they turn into so he eats turbo and then Turbo becomes this giant, like, ugly-looking bug, which, bug, like, if yeah. I was, a, like, a seven-year-old kid, that bug would scare the crap out of me. Let's be real. <laughs> Even before the bug, when it's, uh, when, King, what's his name? King Candy? King, yeah. Is that is King that Candy it? or Turbo. Yeah. King Candy. When King Candy is, like, because he, he's kind of glitching back and forth, like, he's kind of, like, revealing his face, and it's kind of, like, glitching to Turbo, glitching back, glitching to Turbo. Even that was scary, because yeah. Turbo's face is scary. That's a mess <laughs> yeah. of face. Yeah. Even that, I was like, oh, that's kind of terrifying. And yeah. then, yeah, and then Turbo becomes the giant bug Turbo. That was, I th- yes, if I was little, I was a chicken, though. I was a tiny little chicken. But I would have been like, oh, I don't want to watch this movie anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then the end like happens, they, they beat them and they win in the end. More or less. I think, yeah. So Vanellope, the whole point is that King Candy took, glitched out Penelope so that she, cause she was actually the ruler of Sugar Rush. And the whole idea is that if she crosses the finish line, it resets the game. So this game becomes like a total wasteland because the bugs just completely destroy the place. Well, they reset the, they, they get Vanellope to cross the finish line, which in turn resets the entire game. 
And by by that fact, then, you know, she's no longer like she's now everyone gets their memories back and they can see that she's oh, she's actually our ruler. And then uh, everyone goes home happy. Like Ralph became a hero oh, because he sacrificed. He was going to sacrifice himself essentially to save everyone by getting rid of King Candy slash Turbo Giant Bugman. And uh, by doing that, he became the hero. Right. And uh because Vanellope saved him at the last minute. But either way. So yeah, happy ending, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Yeah. And then we kind of skipped over the whole um Felix and uh what's Jane Lynch's name? Calhoun. Lieutenant Calhoun or Sergeant Lieutenant. Calhoun. Or Sergeant something? Tamora Jean Calhoun. I'll just call her Jane Lynch. Uh <laughs> Felix and Jane Lynch. Because let's be honest, that's Jane Lynch. Like, yeah. No bones about it. Um basically, cause Felix looking for Ralph, because people are like, "Hey, you can't," because they realize, "Oh, nothing. These things are nothing without a villain, right? Right? Like any game, any great game. You look back, like usually it's the villains that are iconic. Yeah, like there are the ones that you're like, "Oh, I remember when I fought that guy," and like, right? Certain ones are just great. So they're like, "Oh, wait, he's not breaking anything. Like Ralph isn't wrecking the building. There's nothing for Felix to fix. This entire game falls apart." Right. So then everyone's like, well, I can't play this game anymore because they're literally just moving Felix around and hammering nothing. They're hammering the already fixed building. Yeah. So they're going to shut down the game. So then he goes off in search of Ralph and then him and Jane Lynch teamed up, which was, it wasn't my favorite. I liked it a lot. It yeah. wasn't like they my favorite They fall in love. Yes. Oh which God. is surprising. <laughs> oh come but, on i mean the odd couple falls in love the tropiest trope in all of tropes oh my god sure can we talk about all the candy brands that are in this movie <laughs> name them yeah for me. The uh, laffy taffy there was yeah. oreos at the one the point they were chanting they were like Oreo. the guards uh, Oreo, yeah, literally Ore- <laughs> i enjoyed that uh, yeah it was a lot of hershey and, yeah nesquik sand mentos yep. Oh yeah, yep. Mentos. Yep. I I don't think they got Coke. I think it was just like the the hot cola. cola. Probably because diet- Coca Cola or Pepsi didn't want their product to be hot, like hot lava. Oh, <laughs> look at you, brand guy. Oh yeah, here we go. Yeah, can you tell I used to be a brand manager? I was like, I would never <laughs> allow that to happen. I'd want a cold volcano, cold volcano, ice cold with ice in it, because that's nice the way Coca Cola has to be shown. Oh, it has yeah. to be nice and crisp. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm a terrible human being. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. That took me out of it because like maybe it's just me as a hypersensitive brand human where I was like, oh, I just see all the business in this kid's movie right now. Um, But at the same time, did seeing all the video game cameos take you out of it? No, that brought me in because that was see, that was the purpose of the movie. Yeah, but I guess there, to me, Sugar Rush is pretty much a giant advertisement for different candies and stuff like i i see where you're coming from because they're brands but really i just felt like the cameo shifted from video games to sweet things essentially <laughs> once we got into sugar rush yeah yeah and also it was used like at times cleverly yeah. like the yeah the nest quicksand i like that, that they're sinking into uh just the use of the mentos falling yeah. into the diet cola and that causes like little explosions yeah and then like that becomes the thing that saves everyone. Yeah. Like, it becomes yeah. a part of the movie. Yeah. Um, so like it was used. It wasn't just they're like, they're like, 
Coca-Cola. I'm like, Mentos. Yeah. <laughs> like, Mentos, it's Look so Look at refreshing. this cold, fresh Coca-Cola that you can throw your Mentos candy in. Yeah, oh my God. they weren't like, hey, Ralph has bad breath. You want one of those Mentos? They're so refreshing. <laughs> Wrap it in that. a Laffy Taffy and you'll have a great time. Yeah, Laffy Taffy. I can't believe... He, they did mention Ralph's bad breath multiple times Constantly. in this movie. It's, it's actually surprising that they yeah. didn't get, get them that Mentos plug in. It, honestly, why didn't they? <laughs> Seems like a missed opportunity. Maybe in the sequel, right? they'll do that. Oh, my See, God. See, I should be this in game, charge of this, branding. Yeah, this movie go. has a sequel. Yeah. What? It does? Yeah, yeah you got, got a sequel last year? I didn't he, like, know that. Yeah, it like goes into the internet and stuff. Oh, I feel like that was the one that I saw that looked more cameo-y. That like the advertisements looked I remember that one having, I remember there's a scene with like all the Disney princesses that was like big about that Uh, one. Okay. Where, what's her name? Vanellope ends up interacting with like all the Disney princesses or something. That's, I thought that was in this movie. I didn't realize there was a sequel. Nice. And then. Yeah. Fortnite is in, is in that movie. Uh, Oh, really? Star Wars is in that movie. Uh, King Kong, I think God Godzilla. Uh, there's a lot. I I, I only saw part of it. It's not yeah. even like yeah. It's not video game specific. It's like the whole internet. You yeah. lost me at Fortnite, but you won me at Star Wars. So I don't <laughs> know, man. <laughs> I mean, all they have to do is walk down the hall and say, "Hello, can we use the Star Wars?" And they're like, "Yes, yeah, yes, of course not. <laughs> It belongs to all of Disney now." Oh, man. I feel like I was too negative on this. Katie, I, you had a point and I just a... totally trampled you. I don't know what it was. Oh, um... No, I don't know. It's just along the lines of all of the things of Felix realizing, like, oh, I could really use Ralph. He's trying to get right. rid of, like, get out of his little cell. And then, it, which made me laugh, he, there was the one bar was loose on his cell. Yeah. Like, the walls are made of sugar. So he pulls on it. It's kind of moving. He's like, oh... And he takes his little golden hammer and he's like, here we go. We're going to wreck it. We're going to be like Ralph. And he taps it and it, they get bigger and they're yep. like giant and solid. It's like, oh, like, just, <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was cute. little jokes. Very charming. It, things were cutesy, but they still made me laugh. Yeah, Maybe for I'm sure. just a sucker. Uh, did you know there was a Wreck-It Ralph video game? What? Actually? No. I don't know yeah, anything. Yeah, there was a, what did they there was a side-scrolling video game in like the Wii era. Um, that doesn't look very good. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm um, surprised we have... that they didn't release, like, an, like a Fix-It Felix. Like, it, that could be easy to implement. Like, why not? Yeah, yeah I, I'm not sure they did. A... I don't think that has a lot of legs, you know? No, I know, but, like, neither. it's similar to, like, an old, like, it not have to, doesn't have to be a lot of money. Like, you don't have, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, but the reason why people like those old games is, like, nostalgia right yeah there's no nostalgia for this like they're not gonna keep coming back they're like oh yeah that's a cool little game yeah but sometimes if they're done well enough nostalgia it, it moves past yeah. the nostalgia like like shovel knight right like you know what i mean like that's something well, that like gives that that nostalgia vibe but like is obviously new right like yeah for it's a very su- layered game though. yeah oh for sure yeah 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 um yeah build even, that thing up. even stuff like sugar rush like i was like that could be a legit game i mean obviously it's mario kart like e- even down to like the square uh like power-ups and stuff like that that you get into the thing oh, yeah but like it was obviously like a mario kart skin you know what i mean but mm-hmm. um it like sugar rush looks like legit like i like the theming mm-hmm. of sugar rush a lot and i was like oh that would be cool 
Yeah, a fun one. Disney didn't even develop the game, but I, I don't want to like stay on that. It was an Activision game, but uh, interesting. Just a just a fun one. Look it up. It's it's not very good, or it doesn't <laughs> look very good. It could be fine. Oh yeah. Um, is there any other points you guys want to touch on uh, before we kind of move into uh, the the next part of the program? Nope. You know what? The only thing I have to say is that every now and then Pixar sneaks in like it's something that gets really dark. You know, and the fact that Turbo basically went murder suicide on another arcade game. <laughs> he really did. He went murder suicide. He was like, I'm taking I'm going down and I'm taking you down with me. He took out one game and then off to zone. Yep. That's messed up. That's real. Did dark. he say he was gonna kill? Like th- that surprised me because I think Turbo said, I'm gonna kill I could have swore he said he was gonna kill the kid. Because that didn't seem like a Disney thing. I think so, because he was like, I'm shutting it down, and she can't get out of here. And he might have said kill. I'm not, I, I, I can imagine it. But, yeah, but. Like, uh, I can imagine it happening, but I don't know if I'm just creating it or if I'm remembering it. Hmm. Um, we gave our take, y'all, uh, but maybe we were wrong. Uh, so let's look at Critical Hits, where we read some choice quotes from Metacritic.com, and these are user reviews. Uh, so I've outlined some for us here, and I'm going to read the first one for us, and it comes from user Kirk KH, who gives it an 8 out of 10 and says, oh, it owns. It reeks of Disney sap, <laughs> but hey, what animation doesn't nowadays? Fun game references galore. I can't see someone not liking this movie. Very enjoyable. And it came out, the, that review is from the year the game or the movie was released. Travis, do you want to take our second one from Forever Duck? Yeah, so Forever Duck gives it a 10 and says, uh, Wreck-It Ralph was by far the most original movie so far. Very emotional to me as well. I think for children 8 to 7 and up, considering it says killing, and I want you dead, and something similar to that. But hey, this is just my honest opinion. I really recommend watching it if you haven't already. So there's our answer, I guess, to does it say killing? There you go. Katie, do you want to read the next one? And this is more of a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's it's by Cameron Moore. Huh, Cameron Morewood, short. Uh, <laughs> rates it a nine. He says, "Perhaps the year." I don't get it. Maybe I'm dumb. I don't understand. Nope, it's just a really bad review. Oh boy. Perhaps the year. Yeah, maybe. I, yeah, that, uh, there isn't even an opinion there. I don't know. Nope, what it there's means. not. It was more the combination of that like three-word review and also his name, which is very bad. <laughs> uh, the next one comes from Perfect, uh, P-U-R-R-fect. Uh, they say, this movie is the biggest piece of commercial I've ever seen in an animated movie. The well-known and well-loved gaming characters like Bowser, Sonic, Eggman, Pac-Man, and so on, they are only in the movie for five minutes, and over half of them don't even get a line. I bet it's just so that they can put them on the poster and in commercial so people go see it. Furthermore, it was predictable as hell. Well, maybe it's just me, but I feel tricked by Walt Disney. What a load of BS, sorry. I'm just glad I didn't pay to watch it piracy but i can see that it would be good for small children who doesn't know those classic gaming personalities so they don't feel tricked and it definitely shouldn't get oscar nominated but i guess if it wins an oscar statuette then i'll know the oscars is fixed xd boy i don't don't, zero out of ten okay but i don't understand what did they want did they want like 15 (laughs) video game characters to like i and also what just a cameo fest 
you can't make a game. If it was a Sonic movie, it'd be the Sonic movie. Like right. if it was if it was a character in the movie that continued throughout the movie, then it would be their movie. They're not going to have like, I don't know. They're not going to have Ken and Ryu like being buddies the whole time yeah. and like teaming <laughs> up with everybody. It doesn't make sense. What right. did you think? I I take I take issue. Travis, do you want to read our second to last review here from Jar Jarad Gent? Sure. This person said uh, gave it a one and says the most misleading movie of all time. A fairly passionless, pretty dull movie with an unlikable lead character, a clumsier story, poorly written bad guy, bad pacing, and it just tries to get the fans of video games into chimeras? To get cold hard cash just to make my skin cruel. Oh, God. <laughs> Try to distract you from its gaming references from all the very big problems. Oh, I think that boy. was cinemas. I think chimeras was cinemas. I feel like I'm ge- being given these ones and it makes it seem like I can't read. But in reality, I'm reading the words perfectly fine. People can't write. It's not you. Katie, I gave you a real one this time. I'm sorry oh, your first God. one was a joke. That's okay. I d- oh, these are just irritating to me. Anyway. Also, these adults being like, this movie's for kids. Well, then. Uh, okay. Fury 283. Gives it a 10. Says, one of the best movies I have seen in a long time, especially coming from the Disney Animation Studio. Very official. If you're a video game fan, prepare to at least see the movie twice or get it on DVD. This was written in 2012. As it is loaded with cameos and Easter eggs. While the story is Disney typical, it respects the video games and even makes fun of itself in the process, yet never straying too far from its roots. I'm going to go see it again. You already have it on DVD. Yeah. <laughs> go pull that man. DVD out of your collection. Let's go. Yeah. I d- so that Katie, you have feelings about this, I know. I I don't I don't understand. People who are like is Disney typical? Yeah, of course it is. What are they going to do? They're not going to be like and then it was the end of the world and everyone died and he is a bad guy after all. No, and you know what? Disney. He's just going to stay in that dump. And he's going to live out the rest of his life and be a miserable person. And no one improved <laughs> and no one learned anything. And er- the world sucks. Like, yeah. what do they think it's going to be? It's a Disney movie. Understand. You know what you're getting into when you get into it. And it's Pixar. You're going yeah. in. You're going to feel some things. You're going to be like, oh, that's a cool idea. And then at the end, you will hopefully feel kind of happy. Yep. That's the goal here. I j- oh, God. But people didn't feel right. happy. Listen, let's get over those uh, questionable reviews uh, with a section we call Min Max. This is a segment where we go over the pluses, max, and the minuses, min, that we haven't yet talked about in uh, kind of pro and con form. Um, I will start and just be quick and say that in this one, um, I really like the little animation stuff. We haven't talked like in uh, depth about the animation. Did I steal you, it from you, Travis? You thief. You absolute thief. <laughs> so I'm why don't we kidding. hold hands? Let's yeah. hold hands and do this max together. <laughs> I will talk about how um, in the old video game, there's at one point when the character, uh, one of the characters from Fix It Felix is pouring a drink. And because he's from a 30 year old video game, like his animation is like stunted but on purpose it's like yeah it stutters but in a very deliberate way that was very good yeah yeah no, like, uh, like he has his three positions that he's moving through as opposed yeah. to like a smooth fluid action even yeah. like the dancing that they were doing at the party like there's all those little things that those characters it was very very charming i really really liked that uh even like 
I had mentioned it quickly, but like uh, the way the I want to say the Ninja Gaiden kind of character at the in the boss, uh, the the bad guys anonymous was always in like a crouched ready position. Like there was a lot of little like animation things that you would see in video games, and they carried those over really nicely. Yeah, and even like when they were starting the cart racer, the Sugar Rush cart racer cart racer there was a point where the camera did a full yes. 180 like yep. you would have in mario kart and i yep, was totally. so into it i'm like the people that made this movie have played video games because of that camera swing alone yep. mm-hmm. they, they even knew the, what like, they were doing even the little point where they were building a cart you could tell that like it was a, a side scroller that like mm-hmm. had a had a like a cursor or a reticle the little animation stuff was very good oh for sure um and my min uh i talked about the invasion of the brands um so i guess i will just say who is this movie for is this movie for adults who play video games in that era is it for children is it for parents with children that played video games in those eras i guess i I just question like i think you just who did they make this for I it's think for everyone. <laughs> everyone. But if you make a film for everyone, it's a film for no one. I'm being overly critical. I just like... Okay, fine. I don't know. It's a film for kids that adults can enjoy, like all Pixar movies. Here's it's my real kids. man. Where is Mario? Where is Mario? I want to know where Mario is. He's behind that brand wall. <laughs> uh, Travis, why don't you, you go next? Because I stole your you, Max. Yeah, uh, so uh, you stole my Max. So yep. that's disappointing. I will say I also really enjoyed when Ralph left the um the bad guys anonymous thing and it turned into uh a, like everyone left but it was their pixel versions out of Pac-Man's uh little world. That was really well done. Like it was all the correct little pixels and they all like left. Um I think that was the only time that really ever happened. I thought that was going to be something that recurred more often in the in the movie but it really didn't. Um I would say my min was the Rihanna shut up and drive uh, <laughs> car scene? That yeah, that's my min. You just weren't about it. I uh, know. I just I felt so cringe. I was like, was it, can we just? Was it the song choice? The song choice. <sighs> I don't dislike that song, but I it think it felt out of place. It felt very out of place. You're literally using the song shut up and drive for a driving sequence <laughs> just it's so she is on not the talking nose about driving no it's so on the nose and it just gives me the cringes that like i'm just like oh god why is the song starting so that's my min <laughs> katie your your min and your max that we haven't yet covered i'm gonna pull a uh i'm gonna pull a travis and say <laughs> i have i have no mins I don't have a mint. Good, good job. I got nothing. I like this movie. So I'm going to give you like two, like kind of blended together. Two little okay. maxes. Uh, again, Sarah Silverman. Amazing. Like, yes. honestly, yep. the reason for me to watch this movie is Sarah Silverman. Cause she's so good. And, um, my base, my main max is, um, the animation, like the facial animation and just mannerisms of, Whatever the hell that kid's name is. Sarah Silverman. Yeah. Oh, Vanellope. Vanellope. That's it. Um, Vanellope von Schweet. Sure. Thank you guys for always reminding me of names. Um, <laughs> like little things. I'm sorry. When she says, when she's like, oh, I'm so excited. Oh, oh, I think I'm going to puke. 
no, I think I'm going to puke. And she like puts her hand out and like actually like just she's just so funny. Everything about that character. So, yes, you know what? That character, top to bottom, the reason to see this movie for me. So she's my max. Nice. Okay, well, I, I have a fun way for us to close the show, and that's oh with a fun game. Uh, this week, we're going to play uh, Cameo or Nah. I feel like in every single one, it's like... There's or nah. This or nah. <laughs> um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to run you through, uh, very quickly, some of the cameos that were in this movie. So you're going to tell me, was it a cameo from this movie, or right. did I just make it up? And we'll just oh, start with an example that is very easy. Mario. Nah. Nah. They mention his name. They say yeah, his they name. Mention- That's very fair. Bowser's in this. Mario is not. So let's let's get into the real ones now. Okay. I like this uh, game. Mor- this is good. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Um. Okay. I think there was knockoff Kano in the Bad Guys Anonymous. It it wasn't Kano. It was knockoff Kano because he right? rips out what's his name's thought- heart. Yes. So I didn't think it was okay. I'll, no. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna agree. I. I think they tried to make it look like him, but it, I don't think it, it was wasn't him. him. It looked so nah. it was knockoff Kano. So, yes, you're correct. It is knockoff Kano in the kind Uh-oh. of Villains Anonymous, but, but also people speculate that Smoke is also in that um, that like uh, Villains Anonymous meeting. Was he the guy who uh, I thought was Ninja Gaiden? Yes. Yes. Oh. Some no. people are like, we think that's Smoke. Nope. Mega Man. <laughs> Mega Man. Oh. I mean, there's already all the stuff. And when I say this, Capcom. I mean the franchise. Yes. Oh. Oh, so anything from the franchise. Yep. Did Capcom nah. give them Mega Man? They gave him Street Fighter. Is there anything? Even like a small reference somewhere? I say no. Mm, I'm going to say no as well. This is a mean one. Oh, uh, no. The answer is the answer is no. You're correct. Oh, but Doctor Wiley was in the trailer, but was removed from the final movie. Interesting. And replaced with Smoke. Interesting. Yeah. Tying it all together. How and why did they just suddenly lose the rights to be able to use him? I guess. I mean, it could have just been a choice. You know what it probably was? Again, I'm talking like I'm putting my brand man hat on. Yeah. If I'm Sega, I'm like. We already have the the evil doctor. We can't have two evil doctors in right. this Bill Anonymous movie. Right, right, right. Yeah, they right. needed that a ninja sense. in there. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Metroid. No, I. I feel like as oh, much as like- Calhoun kind of gives me a little bit of Samus Aran vibes with the blonde hair in the mech suity kind of thing. She ain't Samus, and <laughs> I'm gonna say no. Katie, I'll say no. Although, are the bugs kind of aren't the bugs kind of Metroidy? Obviously, those aren't from Metroid, but no. I feel like those are also very Metroidy. They're not. Yeah, it's you know what you're not. They're like suck your life kind of buggy. So you're not too far okay. off. So a lot zone, of online fans have no, speculated no. that Calhoun is loosely based on Samus Aran. Oh well, there and we go. That the bugs in. Oh, the video game wow. are loosely based on Metroid. Oh, but yeah. Officially, there is no tie to no Metroid. Metroid. Oh, my God. We, like, we killed that one. Yeah. Te- team effort right there. Yeah. Altered Beast. Oh. I'm not even sure, so I'm going to say yes. You don't remember? Alter- uh, um, eh. I'm going to say yes. 
So Altered Beast is a Sega game that involves yes. like humans transforming into animals. Yes. Uh, Neff, who is the purple elephant, is in the Villains Anonymous movie. Oh, okay. Or is in That's... the Villains Anonymous section. I didn't know that that person was from there. <laughs> House of the Dead. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I never played that game. I don't know if the neither. zombie is from that or not. I don't know what you the zombie's from. Say yes on a technicality because it's a zombie. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what game that's, I, that zombie's from, actually. Because obviously it's an actual game because they showed it amongst the other legitimate games in the credits. But I don't know what game that is. So I'm going to say yes. Yeah, I'll it say yes. It seems very obvious, but. Cyril the zombie is from House of the Dead. Interesting. Yes. Okay. And the last one I have for you, friends, is World of Warcraft. I don't know any of those like video gamey kind of creatures could be like anyone who's in a robe like I you know what I mean like how am I supposed to know so I'm gonna say no but like there's a good chance that like maybe there was someone who was in there I'll go yes so again, my friends, this is a mean one. Oh, um, so mean. There is graffiti in Grand uh, in Game Central Station that says Jenkins that some have speculated is loosely based on Leroy Jenkins, the World of Warcraft meme from ten years ago. What? You remember okay. Leroy Jenkins? Remember that? Oh my gosh. Okay. Was remember that man who rushes in? That? He's like, guys, I got this. Leroy Jenkins. Oh my god. Do you guys remember that? I don't no. remember that. All I think is um is uh what's there's a character in a memento that is something <laughs> Jenkins. That's what I think of. <laughs> but no, I I've heard that like Leroy Le- <laughs> I know. <laughs> You know, to memento, as yeah. you do. Oh, my um, God. No, I remember. He, I've heard this a bajillion times, but I've never actually just looked into what Leroy Jenkins is about. You know, it's one of those things that's just like, Point oh, I know it's a three, thing. Three, uh, repeating, of course. Oh, Percentage no. of survival. Oh, it's a lot better than we usually do. Uh, All right, jump up. Ready, guys? Let's or- do this. Leroy! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so it's essentially like a clan in World of Warcraft, and they're yeah. talking about a strategy before they jump in, and then one's got a guy that got this Leroy. Oh my god! Nope, I don't think I knew this. So, do I there's get the your E bombs world minute in uh, cutscenes <laughs> of video game podcast. <laughs> Uh, so we'll end this show as we end all of our shows by telling you whether or not this movie should be cut or seen. Uh, let's start with Travis. Hmm. You know what? I'm very much in the middle. I find I I'm going to say scene. You should see this movie. It's cute. I liked it. I liked it. Nothing wrong with it. I find maybe I didn't find it particularly funny. I didn't like it was cute. I guess I maybe wasn't as maybe emotionally invested in it as Katie was. But I don't see anything wrong with that. And I enjoyed it for what it was. And I I think I went in with the expectation that this is, you know, a Disney movie. I'm, you know what I mean? I know what I'm kind of getting myself into. So yeah, no, it's good. I'm not, it's, it's a very good movie. I'm just, I'm going to say, yeah, go see it. Not wholehearted recommendation, but like, you know, it's, it's a good movie. I enjoyed it. So scene. Katie. 
you should absolutely see this movie. There you go. I really, really liked it. I mean, I'm not going to say it's like one of my top movies. Like, it's not like a, you know, for the ages or anything. But I liked every minute of it. That damn little girl broke my heart. <laughs> I don't know. So, no, absolutely you should see it. And, um. Oh, here we go. I'm going to say. In the rear. Let's go. I'm going to say uh, you should see this movie. Good for you, man. Yeah, look, (laughs) like Travis said, it is not by any means like the greatest movie you'll ever see. And I can't even wholeheartedly recommend it for all age groups. Like if you do not hold any nostalgia. Well, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you have nostalgia for video games. So you should probably watch this movie. But like, it's not something that I would just say like, oh, man, you have to watch Wreck-It Ralph. If you if you played old video games, if you like Pixar movies. Yeah. Otherwise, like, I think there are better. There are better. There are better Pixar movies and there are better like game movies. And I think we're going to talk about one in a few weeks. But like, there you go. A tease. A Ooh. tease. Ooh. Uh, and that is another episode of Cutscenes, a video game podcast. If you want to check us out on the internet, you can do so uh, at cutscenes underscore pod on twitter and instagram uh if you want to check out our website you can do that too at cutscenes.ca uh thanks again katie and travis for hanging out talking about movies uh we'll start with travis this time travis if people want to find you on the internet where can they do that i'm on twitter at uh at travis colnett yeah come find me uh katie i'm on twitter too i'm les brack i'm in there <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. Uh, you can, <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me on the internet at Jacob McCord on all major social media platforms. Uh, Katie, Travis, and I also do appearances on another podcast about video games called the Left Behind Game Club. So if you love this podcast and you also love video games, you might want to check out that podcast. Uh, you can find out details at leftbehindgame.club or on all major podcasting platforms. Uh, again, that's Left Behind Game Club. It's a book club for video games. We will end this episode as we end all of our episodes with a choice quote from the movie. And in this one, uh, we are going to leave you with a quote um, from Wreck-It Ralph and from Sergeant Tamara Jean Calhoun. uh, And Katie and Travis will take us through that. What's the first rule of hero's duty? No cuts, no butts, no coconuts. That's really good. There you go. There we go. Get the thing. Scenes, a video game movie podcast.